Welcome to the Work From Home podcast with Mr. Tolubalogun. In this podcast series, I will be talking about various ways for you to transit to working from home if you are not already doing so. If you are already working from home like me, I will be talking about a lot of things you can do to scale your business and move it to the next level. today it's the first day of march in the year 2021 and i am so excited to have you on this show with me i feel so pleased for all the people that have been listening to this show i feel so pleased that you find this show interesting and that is why today i have decided to bring more value to your hearing i'll be talking about some tips and strategies that would make working from home easier for you. Let's get right into it. I know if you've been listening to this show a couple of times, or at least you've listened to like five to nine episodes, you would have heard me or my guests talk about always getting a dedicated space to work from home. That is still one of the most important tips you can get when it comes to working from home. Why do we ask you to have a dedicated space? So that you can always be in that um, space and mood for work when you come to your space. It can be a room in your house that is totally meant for work. It can be a section of a room in your house that is totally meant for work. But it is it is better and it is great when you have a space that you know that once I'm here, I'm here for work. It makes life easier for you. It makes you feel like you have gotten to work. You understand what I'm saying? Um, it makes your brain, it makes your system realize that work has started and I'm not here to play. And this particular tip would even help you to manage every other tip that I will be giving you on this show today. So don't forget, having a dedicated space for work can never ever be overemphasized. Uh, as much as possible, you want to keep that away from uh, where you know that people can easily get access to you. It's best if you have a whole room that is dedicated for work but if you cannot get a whole room that is dedicated for work the next best thing that you can do is to make sure that you have a section of a room that you can dedicate to work some people convert their laundry room to their home office some people convert the whole part of their garage to their home office some people take a section of their bedroom and make it their home office now what have i tried in the past I've used my bedroom as an home office. When I started, I was using um, a part of my sitting room as the home office. But what uh, were some of the problems I faced with having a part of my sitting room as the home office? Um, I was staying with my dad at the time, actually. And I usually worked either from my bedroom or from the sitting room. That's how I was working. So... Um, when I when it's night time, the night time for me, 
which will be probably afternoon time for most of my clients. I would work from my bedroom. And when it's during the day, I would work in the sitting room because um, um, my dad would still need me around the house back then. And when he needed me around the house, I had to, you know, be there to get a few things done. So that was the way I was um, doing things. Now, that method was really nice and it, I mean, got me to a really good start with working from home. I was able to get my hours in and I was still able to help around with the house church when needed. But with time, I had to, I mean, move things to the next level. And as of now, I have a dedicated room in my own house where it's totally, totally meant for work. There's no TV, there's no bed. There is no couch, just a office table and an office chair where I can always, always get work done from. So make sure to have a really nice space that you can use for work. And depending on how um, you want to work, you can always, you know, mix and match your requirements or your um, needs. So. I mean, I hope you understand that and maybe I've done some justice to explaining what you need to make sure you can, I mean, have a zone or a space where you can always work from. Now, the next best thing is to set realistic goals. After you've gotten your space where you want to work from, you also need to be able to set realistic goals that you're sure that you will be able to complete during the day. There is no point setting 15 goals for the day where you know you can only do five. By the time you are done with those five that obviously you can only undo, the remaining 10 will bug you and then you will feel like you are underachieving, you are not doing enough, you are the worst at your job and stuff like that and because of that, you will be mentally stressed and mentally drained. You don't want to be mentally drained professional who is working from home. You want to be someone who is always in that nice zone, that is always happy, that is always like, yes, I nailed it today. And you have to nail it and kill it every day. You don't want to be the kind of person that will be, I mean, worried every single day, every single time they are closing for the day you want to be the type of person that is always feeling excited and feeling happy that yes i've done amazing stuff today and i'm going to do amazing stuff again the next day so you want to always make sure that you stay on top of all or all your tasks by setting realistic goals you can use task planning tools i've discussed them in the previous episode where you can you know, use tools like Trello, Asana, Monday to make sure that you have written down the things you need to do for the day. And if you don't, if you're not a fan of using an app, just take pen and paper and write these things down. All that matters is that you have um, a way to set your realistic goals. And that takes me exactly to the next point on this episode which is planning your work day planning your work day means now i want to do these things how do i want to execute them i want to read up on them if needed i want to start the work i want to review or get someone else to review the work for me i want to submit it 
and I want to be able to discuss with my clients what I've done and why this might be the best approach. For them, you want to get feedback from your clients, make changes and stuff like that. Um, if needed, if that is what your workday should look like, you want to plan it and you want to say, okay, I want to work. This amount of work should be done in maybe four hours today. So I don't want to work the whole four hours at once. I actually want to work it two hours, two hours. I want to work it three hours and one hour. Or, you know, I just want to do it all at once and then just forget about it and have so much fun for the rest of my day. It's all up to you. But just make sure that you are not just setting all those realistic goals, but you're also planning your work day. It makes things easier. It makes you more on top of tasks. It reduces your um, impulsive behaviors because you know that once I've planned that I'm going to be working from 8 to 10, I'm most likely not going to be watching a movie from 8 to 10. I'm going to be watching... I mean, I'm going to be working from 8 to 10. And usually, if a distraction would occur, the fact that you know that you are going to be working from 8 to 10 will make you delay that distraction. You know, I can continue with this distraction or I can get to this distraction after 10, if that distraction is so important. I hope you understand what I'm saying. Now, when it comes to planning your day, I mean, you want to... Also, also, make sure that, as I said, you are setting your realistic goals by, you know, putting pen to paper, writing these things down, and you're planning your day by making sure that you follow through and that you have time slots, if possible, for these tasks that you are set out to do for your day. And for me, actually, what I basically do is, I, uh, I use Asana app to tag out all the things I meant to do for the day. So some, there are some weekly tasks that are routinely to me. So what I just do is, I know that I'm meant to do this, 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 this on these particular days of the week. And because I know I'm meant to do that in those particular days of the week, I not only set the days of the week where I need to get those weekly tasks done, I also put a time to it. So by this time, this should be done. By that time, this should be done. I mean, I find it easier to do because I can also set reminders for my um, tasks. I can also, you know, have a widget on my phone. I can use the widget on my phone to make sure I get stuff done and I do all the things I'm meant to do on the app so that is what i do and it works really well for me i just set my tasks on asana i those are my routine tasks actually because asana has a way of automating your tasks like okay once i'm done with this for the week it automatically reset it again for the next day which i'm meant to do it because i usually um i'm that detailed about setting up my work week now, for the daily tasks, I just know that, okay, I'm meant to do this, I'm meant to do this, I'm meant to do that. I write it down in a notepad on my computer. Actually, as I am right now, I have a notepad in front of me where I have jotted down all the things I need to talk about on this show today. And I already know the things I'm meant to do to, I mean, edit my show, my podcast, produce it, write my show notes, and then publish it for you to be able to listen to 
So it's one thing that works for me. I use the notepad on my computer for daily tasks. I use Asana for the weekly tasks. So the notepad is always, always open. Before now, I was using sticky notes, but it's really made my um, desktop look messed up. And I usually love working from a very clean desktop. I mean, the desktop screen on my computer. I don't want anything. I don't like seeing anything, not icons, nothing. I just like seeing that blank canvas. And when I was using sticky notes, you know, I had like four or eight sticky notes all around the place. And it was making me feel somehow. So I had to like remove all those sticky notes and I started using my notepad. So it's all up to you to decide what you want to use to make sure that you can stay on top of your tasks. It's your own style, your own way. All that matters is whatever you decide to do, just make sure that you are killing it. You are, you are finishing all the things you are set up to do and those methods that you decide to use are effective for you. And now that you have gotten your dedicated space, you have setting realistic goals and you are planning your work day, you have to also take a task at a time. You can't, don't want to be, you can actually multitask, but you don't want to be multitasking because that will take you um, longer to achieve your goals for the day. Right now, I'm just recording my podcast and that is what I'm doing right now. I'm not going to be recording my podcast and answering an email. It will show in my, I mean, recording. It will also show in the way I talk and you will see that I will lose focus sometimes while talking and that would give me added time when it comes to editing my podcast because I was not 100% focused while recording the podcast and it will add more time to editing it because there'll be more mistakes that I need to cut out of the recording. So doing one task at a time would really, really help to make things easier. Your life will be easier. You will make lesser mistakes. There'll be lesser room for errors and you will be done with your tasks much faster. So, and you know, as I said earlier, you don't want to be in a place where you are going to be distracted and that is why the next tip is actually about minimizing your distractions. You can delay your distractions, you can cancel them if there are distractions that are not worth it and some of the ways you can minimize your distractions are this. You know that once you get notifications on your phone, you would want to check, make your phone stay face flat or if possible take it out of sight. You understand don't let it be in the room with you put it on silence anything you want to do you get back to it after the time chunk that has been allocated for work you can minimize your distraction by i mean you know that you will need like three cups of coffee between where you are working and when you'll be done if it's possible to bring the coffee machine to your office please do if not you can just have your coffee i mean on your table all the coffee you need for the next two hours can be on your table you like it thoughts make sure it's in I mean, containers that will preserve the heat of your coffee. You want your coffee fresh, bring the coffee maker to your office and, you know, reduce the time it will take you to make the coffee every time. Do you understand what I'm saying? So you want to minimize distractions. You cannot eliminate distractions. You can only minimize them and you can, you know, have them at the barest minimum where in a two hour window, all the time you would use for distractions will be five minutes or less, giving you more than 90 minutes time to concentrate. I mean, giving you more than 90% of the time to concentrate on all the stuff you need to work on. And the beauty with, I mean, minimizing your distractions is that sometimes 
the work you have allocated for two hours, you might end up doing in 90 minutes. And if that is the case, you still have another 30 minutes to, you know, enjoy whatever distraction you wanted to enjoy. But if you allow your distractions to take a hold of your time, you would end up spending an additional one hour on the work that was meant to take just 90 minutes for your two hour window, for example. So I hope you understand all of that and I hope you are enjoying all the tips I'm giving to you. Then the last, last tip for the day is that you should take breaks. You know, I said something and I've said it a couple of times and just in case you have not, I mean, noticed what I mean, that's why I have to like, I treat this tip, this strategy one more time, take breaks. You don't want to work eight hours and then just be working from nine to five non-stop. You want to plan your time accordingly. You want to, for me, I just like to work two hours, three, two hour chunks in a day. So usually my work day is about six hours and there's probably like some one hour each in between. So um, my work day is going to feel like nine hours, but it's actually six hours cut into chunks. So um, sometimes my one hour break might extend to like one hour, 30 minutes if I'm doing some house chores that need to be done. So that's why I said it's going to feel like nine hours. So you have two hours, then I can take one or one hour or, one hour or 90 minutes break, then another two hours, another one hour or 90 minutes break, then the two hours. And sometimes I can work really early. Like right now I'm working really early. I can have two hours early in the morning, have like a two or three hour break, then my two hours, then two hours again later. So it all depends on what I'm trying to do, but the breaks are very important. They are going to refresh me. They are going to boost my energy to work. And one of the things I usually do also personally when I'm taking a break is I can actually take a power nap. I can nap for like 30 minutes. And by the time I wake up, I feel refreshed. Sometimes I'm not even like in a deep sleep or a light sleep. I'm just lying, laying down on my bed. And that really helps me to re-energize my system and I just take a bottle of water as soon as I wake up and I'm back to work and I'm also killing it. I hope you have enjoyed this episode of the Work From Home podcast. We have talked about some tips and strategies that will make working from home easier for you. So just make sure to share this with friends and families if you find this helpful. And don't forget, don't forget that you should have a dedicated space for work. You should set your realistic goals for the day. You should plan your work for the day. You should operate a task at a time. You should minimize your distractions and you should take breaks. You don't want to break down, so you have to take the breaks. Thank you so much for joining me once again. I feel so elated to be able to bring this show to you every monday and i hope 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 that you are enjoying the show just as i am thank you so much and have a great great rest of your day